Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday. It is May 19th. And I think the kids got, what, a week left of school as we get ready to head into summer. Uh, we did have, uh, I don't know, not a bad day, I guess, on uh, on the markets uh, for yesterday. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a second. Before we do, though, let's not forget that um, there are so many things in this world that we can't control. However, you do have an opportunity to take some control of your retirement portfolio by taking control of the amount of risk you have in that portfolio. You need to know what risk you have, how much risk should you have, and where do you need to be? Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Schedule your core retirement design. With that, we're going to have Dave coming up next. 105.7 Light FM. Good morning and hello. We're at 842 here. It's 18 before 9. Philip Stadler and I have been on the phone figuring out what's important, what we need to tell you about. Well, as if just what's happening on the exchanges isn't good enough, I think we're ready and raring to go. Let's check in on your money at Wall Street this morning. Philip Statler is on the line from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. I hope I gave you enough time to uh, catch your breath there, Philip. Oh, yeah. Yep, done, done good. Yep. <laughs> it was one of those. Yesterday was, uh, let's see here, let me get back to where I was as far as the exchanges. It was an interesting day. We had an up day, and so far we're looking at a reasonably decent week so far. Dow was up by 115. Standard & Poor's up by 39. NASDAQ up by a full percent and a half, up 188 points. And the Russell 2000 was up by about 10. I'm kind of wondering if some of that NASDAQ recovery yesterday wasn't because of that Supreme Court decision kind of saying, Facebook, Twitter, and the rest of you dweebs, it's not your fault if some moron puts something stupid on your social media network. We're not going to sue you. That was kind of a relief for that line of work, wasn't it? Well, it was. It definitely was, and it kind of made sense, right? So that one, that came out, well, I don't know, mid, mid-afternoon. mid I don't know that that would have had a lot to do with the rest of the NASDAQ, but... Um, Obviously, it would have helped a few of the companies that were uh, within the NASDAQ uh, index. Yeah, the social media companies, at the very least, had some relief. The bottom line to the thing was that if somebody, uh, if a bunch of dweebs get together over in the Middle East and coordinate a terrorist attack via their Twitter accounts, we aren't going to hang Twitter by its thumbs for doing it, which, with all the activity on those networks, I mean, I'm not sure that isn't a wise decision just on the grounds that it's impossible to police that junk. Well, that's right. I mean, you know, trying to – we get onto them for, for taking certain stuff off, and then we don't take get onto them for taking other stuff off. And you know, it's a lot of – it's a lot to put on somebody to to try to, you know, go through and, and see what's legit, what's not, and what should be and what shouldn't be reported. So, um, yeah, spe- yeah. Speaking as somebody who's been put in Facebook jail for a picture of my cat because uh, – she was upside down and her privates were showing. I mean, they're very careful about this stuff, don't you know? <laughs> this is the other stuff that actually had some import. You mentioned it the other day, and it was continuing through yesterday. Uh, we had two more Federal Reserve governors doing the rubber chicken circuit, and they both were making the case for more rate bumps on the Federal Reserve. 
And that means the odds, according to the CME FedWatch people, is now the odds of a rate increase next month at the Fed meeting have gone up from 28% to 36%. It's still against it. The smart money is still saying they'll probably hold steady. But the odds of a rate increase again are at least getting more likely than they were before. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm starting to see that too coming across a lot of my uh, news tickers is that the economists think that you know it's too early to take the foot off the gas that we need to continue to see rate increases. Um, so that that's something that you and I didn't talk about this before we went on there, but existing home mm-hmm. sales came out at ten o'clock yesterday morning. Yeah, what happened? I and, didn't get a um, chance to see that. They they were better than expected, but they're off by uh, by about I don't know two hundred thousand from what they were the prior month. They came in like four point two eight million. Um, I was reading another little article that said that the home prices posted the largest annual drop in over eleven years. Wow. You yeah. know, we live in our insular little world around here where the price, where the home prices are actually going up by a little bit. You start figuring where, you know, the, you know everything's fine. But nationally, there's some challenges going on. Yeah, the, the article said that the, the average price dropped by almost three and a half percent. If I were trying to sell a home in Milwaukee right now and I've got a niece <laughs> who's a real estate agent, she's not a happy camper at the moment. I know she's told me that there are challenges elsewhere. Uh, the other thing going on, that, you know, the interesting sidelight, uh, I think Jay Powell is going to get a little schooling today. He and Ben Bernanke are going to share the stage at a Washington, D.C. summit at 11 o'clock this morning. I wonder if uh, Ben will give Jay some tips as far as how to get through this. That, that could be an interesting uh, meeting, couldn't it? Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking that would be kind of an interesting thing. Uh, ben, how did you stay so popular? I'm about as popular as flatulence in church right now in the press. How did you manage to stay so popular? <laughs> Bernanke's answer will be, I dropped interest rates through the floor and left it for you to clean up. That's right. That's probably the simple answer to the question. Uh, you can tell there's not a lot of government report activity out today. It's actually net zero as far as this morning is concerned. But earnings season is going on, and... Uh, Foot Locker, I, I, evidently you had a shoe retailer yesterday that kind of flopped it. It sounds to me like Foot Locker's flopping, isn't it? It, it really is. They had a very disappointing uh, results for this last quarter. They missed across the board, both in earnings and revenue for their first quarter. And uh, and they're, they're getting beat up really bad this morning, down Oh, almost 25% right now, but they were down earlier 26%. So, uh, yeah, they're they're getting hit pretty hard this morning. Crud. How bad was the number anyway? Do you happen to have I did specific? not see the actual number. The actual number didn't come across my ticker uh, okay. in the report. It just said they, they, they missed. It must have been a big miss. I was going to say, that's more than falling out of bed. That's falling out of the top bunk. Yeah, yeah. That, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty pretty bad that's from that standpoint. Uh, How about the heavy equipment lines? John Deere was also due to report this morning. Now, now John Deere, they really had a good quarter. Um, they uh, they posted uh, earnings that beat by over a dollar a share, came in at like $9.65. And revenue, oh my goodness, it beat by $2.5 billion at $17.4 billion. So, uh, yeah, they were they really had a good quarter. They are up three, 3.4% right now. 
Well, they're a little bigger than Foot Locker. It may end up making some of the difference on the S&P, huh? <laughs> it very well could be. It's funny. It's, I, I remember when John Deere traded at like, what, $80 a share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things, things <laughs> do change over time, don't they? Uh, I know it's kind of a light one as far as uh, household names are concerned. Got anything else that might give us a little bit of a trend this morning? You know, the, it, it is light. I was looking through to see if there was anything else. The other one is um, Applied Materials. They're the chip maker. Mm-hmm. They uh, they posted their earnings and revenue. They uh, they beat expectations across the board. It was and they gave upbeat guidance. Um, but I don't think they are getting the benefits of that. No, they're down one and a half percent this morning. Yowzers. Well, it's yeah. one of those volatile times in the market. Yeah, we, we had also mentioned just in terms of indications out there as to how the economy is doing, uh, the odds of an interest rate increase. It's starting to have an effect on the federal bond yields. And uh, I, I down near dropped my false teeth when I looked at it this morning. Three-month Treasury bills are now back up over 5%. Two years are at four, almost 43 at this point. I mean, now it's starting to see the interest rates the Fed's been aiming for for a little while. Indications, though, are that generally when the yields go up as markedly as they have over the last few days, tends to indicate a little bit more confidence in equity because they're selling them, and that brings the yield up. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the 12-month has, you know, has, has jumped even while you and I were on the, on the phone here. It's up over 5% right now. Good heavens. And the demand on credit hasn't been changed, uh, hasn't been lightened up at all by consumer debt. You and I were talking about, we missed this earlier in the week, $17 trillion, the national figure for total household debt this week. That's just mind-boggling. It's about half the national debt. It, it is. And, and Dave, that's the highest number we've ever seen. So that $17 trillion just think about that, man. Uh, you know, and, that, and that's mortgages and car loans, but it's credit card debt too. And and you and I have talked about how credit card debt that that interest rate has skyrocketed to some people paying over thirty percent. That's um that's what's going to be an issue going forward for the consumer um, with all this inflation happening right now. Which drawing a line again, it gets uh, connecting different dots. It kind of also adds to the level of concern for something else you and I have mentioned a couple, three times that the next possible debt bubble could be auto financing at the uh, price of a, a new car loan these days. That may be the next mortgage debacle that we experience. Uh, very well could be because, you know, people paid so much uh, for their vehicle. And I remember an article. I don't know, it may have been the quarter before last saying that people were actually um, letting their cars go because car prices were coming down and they were going and getting another one, um, <laughs> which is hard to believe you could do that. But um, but yeah, that was that was the case. But I, I, they're not going down anymore. I think we're seeing vehicle costs, used cars going back up again. Uh, yeah, they are. The used car prices are on their way up again, and they're holding pretty firm on new cars as well, for what it's worth. Uh, anyways, resetting the table, there was a general update on Wall Street yesterday morning. All all four of the major exchanges pretty well up. How are we doing 45 minutes before the market opens this morning? It looks the same this morning. They've got a lot of green ink across the board. They've got the Dow up a third, uh, the S&P 500 up a third of a percent. Uh, the only thing that's lacking is the NASDAQ 100 is actually about even right now. The Russell 2000 is up about three-tenths, so... So everything's looking good at that point. 
even on the other side, we've got silver making a range uh, up about six tenths, gold's up two tenths. And the one we don't like going up is skyrocketing. It's up almost 2% this morning. Crude oil is at $73.23 a barrel. Well, poop, that's about $2 a barrel more than it was yesterday at this time. I could live without that. Overseas markets, Asian Pacific Rim is mostly off this morning. They're starting to digest that uh, that iffy Chinese growth news out. The Hong Kong exchange was down a full percent and a half at the close this morning. Europe, on the other hand, following our futures, and they're modestly up pretty much across the board over in the European community. Getting a retirement plan together, no matter what your age is, is important. It's just the plans tend to get modified the younger you are and the more time you have to take some risk. How do I find you to be able to design a plan to make my retirement work for me, Philip? You're absolutely right, Dave. The closer you get to retirement, the more it becomes important that you focus on how much risk you have in that portfolio. And that's what our core retirement design does. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. 95.3 FM. Looking forward to it, and I will see you on Monday. You have a great weekend, sir. All right, buddy. You too. Enjoy. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You can't see it. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great weekend. Be back with us again Monday morning, same time, same place. Have a great one.